from Jesus' explanation to um, those who were in the Bible, in the book of Matthew, he declared, upon this rock, I will build my church and the gates of hell shall not prevail against it. So one was asked the question, uh, what did he mean when he said, upon this rock, uh, I will build my church? He was not talking about Peter, whose name also can be interpreted as uh, Little Rock. But he was saying, upon the confession or the preached confession that Jesus is Lord and that he is the Son of God, I will build my church and the gates of hell, the gates of Hades. It didn't say it would be formed. He said they would not prevail against it. So it is the expository, uh, exuberant uh, preaching that we do that has established the church. And he establishes the church upon the preaching of the gospel, wherever the preaching of the gospel takes place, that is his church and the gates of hell will not prevail against it. But truthfully, preaching is a lost art. It is a art and most people don't enjoy preaching because if you preach it from a vocation, if you preach it out of Necessity, if you preach it because somebody has twisted your arm. Because I've heard many preachers say things like, you know, uh, the Lord called me to preach. And uh, after I got in a car accident, I almost had my leg cut off. I almost had my arm cut off. Then I told the Lord, yes, I must say to you that God is not so hard up for preachers. That he has to allow you to get into an accident or he has to allow you to almost lose your life. He has to allow some catastrophic event to happen in your life before he gets a yes to preaching the word of God. Satan understands the power of the word, the power of preaching. He understands the necessity of preach. Why we have to preach. Uh, Paul says, woe be unto me if I preach not the gospel. But he got to a place where he determined, I am ready to preach the gospel. So we've got to understand that preaching is a necessity. Preaching is a need where there is no preaching of the gospel. There can be no salvation of souls. And so the preacher has to preach. So we want preachers who have been called, preachers who have been chosen, Preachers who are ready to preach the gospel, ready to preach the gospel so that dying souls may be saved. Preaching is the good news. It is the declaration of the good news. The good news is that Jesus is coming and he is not willing that any should perish. God is not willing that any should perish, but that all should come to Repentance. So he gives us an opportunity to repent. He gives us an opportunity to be reconnected. He gives us an opportunity to be redeemed or to God has the opportunity to buy us back from the bondages and from the things that have happened in our life. And that is the preaching of the gospel, the power of the gospel. 
Paul says, I am not ashamed of the gospel for it is the power of God unto salvation to everyone who believes because whenever I'm getting ready to receive God, I first must believe that God is and that he is a rewarder of those who are diligently seeking after him. So there is power in the gospel. So that's why you have, when preachers are preaching, children crying, you have people walking, you have people trying to distract you from the word of God because the word of God is powerful, sharper than any two-edged sword, is able to divide even uh, the, the, the spirit from the flesh or the marrow, the bone, the marrow, the flesh from the bone. So we've got to understand the power of what we do. That's why preachers are constantly and consistently attacked. The image of preachers are attacked. The character of preachers are attacked. There are people who preach the gospel who have a hard time living holy, living right, because there will always be a struggle because he wants to uh, not have the gospel be validated by people who live right and who live holy. So the preaching of the gospel is important. Preaching the gospel is an art. Uh, because what we're trying to do is we're trying to tell a story. It's no different from a storyteller. It's no different from an artist. We're trying to paint a picture. Uh, no different from a poet. We're trying to place our words together so that they become inspirational. It is an art. And it is a lost art because many people are getting away from preaching the gospel of Jesus Christ. But he is allowing us and he allows us to preach the gospel to those that are broken hearted. And you must be anointed. Uh, it is in Isaiah 68 that he says, the spirit of the Lord God is upon me for he hath anointed me to preach the gospel, to preach glad tidings to preach the acceptable year of the Lord. So he wants, the enemy wants to do everything he can to keep you from preaching, to keep the gospel from being heard, to keep the gospel person that's preaching from getting the respect of the gospel. So that the power of God that goes uh, in intensity, the gospel that is preached from our mouth with intensity is for the saving of souls, but it is an art. The preacher must study. The preacher must spend time with God. The preacher must work on his craft, just like the artist works on his craft, just like the poet, just like uh, uh, the, the, the choir rehearses, just like the musician rehearses, because we want to make sure that our gift is perfected in every way. So preaching is an art. The movements that you make when you preach, the words that you use when you preach, the actions that you use. There's nothing worse than having a large, uh, overweight person uh, making gestures when they're preaching so that you pay more attention to the gestures than you do to the word of God that's coming out of their mouth. So you got to study. You got to spend time in front of the mirror. You got to preach in the shower. You got to preach 
uh, while you're outside cutting the grass because you want to perfect the ministry that God has placed inside of you. You want to make an informative, positive argument so that people will be persuaded to do what you have asked them to do in your message. So it is an art. It is studying your moves. It is planning your moves. It is planning your words. It is laboring over your words. It's picking your words. It's laboring over what am I going to say whenever I give an altar call? What am I going to say? What is going to be my appeal? It is laboring and working over what my introduction should be. Uh, what am I going to include in my body? What is going to be my signature for preaching? A few years ago, uh, before COVID, everybody picked up Bishop Noel Jones' signature. Touch your neighbor. Shake your neighbor's hand. Shake their hand like you're going to shake it off. Those kinds of things uh, were incorporated in his message. And then people started using them. You know, shake yourself. Shake yourself, shake them and rock them and rock them and shake them. All of those are uh, art forms that go into preaching because preaching is an art. I'm trying to draw in my listener. I'm trying to get my listener's attention. I want my listener to be a part of the message and to feel just like they were there. I want them to see a vivid picture because Preaching is an art. So I've got to study every gesture that I make, study every move, and I've got to be careful not to use gestures that uh, are cross-cultural or that are offensive or that are not appealing to people so that they automatically listen. It, preaching is an art. Preaching is not only an art so that, you know, uh, you don't want to make any lewd gestures or lewd remarks or uh, uh, grunts or anything like that. I've had preachers who would preach and uh, women who made sexual sounds and it automatically takes your mind off of the message into uh, there's a female in front of me making sexual signs. Uh, the preacher, preaching is an art. Uh, it, it, you want to make sure you are dressed appropriately, uh, 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 dressed too tight, or, 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 or a suit that's fit too tight. We have people looking at your genitalia, looking at your body, and not paying attention to the words that are coming from your mouth. You don't want to be so dazzling and so attractive and wearing diamond shoes because the preaching of the gospel is not about us. It, it is so that people might be pointed towards or driven to receive Christ as their savior. I don't want to be a distraction when I preach. So I want to make sure that the preaching of the gospel is something that is formidable because preaching is an art. I want to make sure that uh, 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 the way I'm perceived is the way I want to be perceived. Sometimes the wrong facial gestures, the wrong outfit, the wrong uh, 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 way that I say something, the way that I grunt or people are watching. How many pages that have I turned? One page, two pages. Lord, he got about 39 pages left. So I'm sitting there counting the pages because you have not learned 
how to turn your manuscript so that no one is distracted by the number of pages that you have, but they are listening to the information coming out of your mouth. How many times is she going to flip her hat? Hair. How many times is she going to say Jesus? Well, Jesus, uh, Jesus, 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 Jesus. Uh, well, the Lord want me to say this to y'all. He wants me, Jesus, oh, Jesus. My God, you, you don't want to say things and become so redundant that when people hear it, it becomes a decoder to the message. So they pay more attention to your, how many times you're saying a certain phrase or how many times or, 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 or you're grunting. Oh, or that person sounds like. Uh, they are having an asthma attack because their uh, the, the breathing is so off. You don't want those things to become a distraction because preaching is an art. So I want to make sure, as uh, just as I would do if I were an actor, an actor wants to make sure that their craft is good. So they rehearse, they practice, they put themselves in it because they want to make sure that they are uh, a convincing actor. They become the character. They become a part of their message. They become a part of their lesson. Dr. Cynthia Jones, who, uh, 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 who now teaches Bible study for Bishop T.D. Jakes, uh, uh, one time preached a message that was so profound, but she became every character. And as she was switched from character to character, she would change her voice. And while she was not wearing a different outfit or a different, uh, 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 she didn't go behind a makeup artist to be automatically rearranged when she preached her preaching was so convincing that you couldn't tell those of us who were listening that uh she was not dressing in character but her message became so much a part of her because preaching is an art and we have to put our time our energy Everything we have into being a persuasive arguer. Paul's message and Paul's method of preaching was that he came at you like he was an attorney, a lawyer, like he was making a legal argument. So he would automatically give to you everything you would need it had he been in court making a case. He did that because preaching is an art. So we want to spend our time making sure that we have taken care of everything. We don't want our breath to be a distraction. We don't want our teeth to be a distraction. We don't want our looks to be a distraction. We don't want uh, the number of beads we have in our hair to be a distraction. But we want to be able, uh, and preachers should never wear hats while they're preaching. They should never wear, uh, 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 I can't think of the, the, the habits while they're preaching because people are paying attention to everything that you utilize in your display. They're watching every action. They're watching every hand gesture. They're watching how you use your body and turn your body. So you don't want to have on a low-cut dress. You don't want to have on something that is fitted. The robe 
is supposed to be a garment that is lightly fitted, not tightly fitted, so that people will hear the preaching of the gospel and not pay attention to things that have become a distraction. We look at preaching because preaching is an art. We want to make sure that, you know, our face is not so sweaty and that we're not wiping our face, that people are looking at you sweating all over the place, that people are looking at, after you've taken your jacket off, people are looking at how large the sweat stains are under your arms or how much you have sweated, that they become so centralized on things like that, that they are no longer paying attention to the messages that you preach. Preaching is an art and every person must learn how to utilize everything that is necessary in order for you to be successful in your argument. I hope that this has been helpful to you, to those of you that are listening. It has been my privilege and my pleasure to come to you here on our podcast to discuss preaching as being an art and to discuss preaching as being something that we have to take time with and that we have to learn and we have to study in order to show ourselves approved, a workman that need not to be ashamed, also rightly dividing the word of truth because preaching is an art. We want to make sure that we put the time, the intention, the attention and the talent into what we do. Thank you for listening. Hopefully you'll listen to other podcasts done by uh, Bishop Kelvin E. Shouts, and hopefully you will also join us uh, via Facebook Live, or you will join our church, Calvary Covenant Fellowship, so that you may uh, be a part of everything that we're doing, and thank you.